Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop Sai. Hello there. And Mr. Jeff Wilder. You know, this is the fourth week in a row you've introduced Drew first. Fourth yeah, I'm keeping row. you on your toes. Don't worry, I'll switch it back whenever I want. I think we should also tell the users that this is the first time that we're seeing each other as we're recording yes. the podcast. Uh, so, yes, so uh, for, weird that can it could probably be ascribed to that. Uh, we are a little bit off our game as we are using a new system uh, to record all this. In that we're still just clicking one button to enter the room and one button to record, but who knows what's going to happen throughout the duration. So if this one feels weird, it's because it's new. Um, gentlemen, there's three new packs. We got another tidbit, some more drip drip drops uh, of content coming out of the what they're calling reinforcements of renown. Um, we all know that I'm over the moon about B-Wing Hera, and we got more news. <laughs> There's now A-Wing Hera, and her ability is the same, and so is her initiative. I love uh, so we'll start there, and then we'll move on to Volt Scaris and the scum stuff. But for the moment, um, Rebel Aces without Han, is this a thing? Maybe. I mean, I kind of always thought it was a thing, but... So... Who 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 are your rebel aces? Hera. Probably, I'm, I'm at the moment. I'm thinking if I were to go with three man squad, it would be Hera, uh, Hera Wedge Luke. See, wh why can't we just have Hera, Hera, Hera? That's... Because I'm not allowed to run three oddballs. But uh, this is a universe in which clones exist. Why can't we have Hera, Hera, Hera? Because then we'd have Anakin, 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 Anakin. That's that's why we, right. we, we do not need 7b anakin and ada anakin on the board at the same time i agree with that entirely uh one of them is bad one of them has consistently been bad enough we don't need three uh you know are... what that's a is that a new format though all the oddballs yeah, fighting like like multiple okay, the same ship drew you set me up for this if we are going to do that you know what the name of the format has to be there can only be one the Clone Wars. Oh, the, wow. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. But all right. So for those who do not know, uh, Hera is going to be coming in an RZ1 package, instantly making her, I think, a top three pilot in the entire faction. Um, her ability is the same as a B-Wing. While another friendly ship at range one to two defends or performs an attack, you may transfer one of your focus tokens, evade tokens, or locks to that ship. Now, here's the big thing about this. The A-Wing has a natural evade. Yep. Meaning that instead of having to go through four different steps and another ship to build an evade token for somebody, you just go Kyle Katarn, pass a token to Hera for her offense, and then she moves an evade token over to somebody else for their defense. The problem with the B-Wing, or the one of the issues people were talking about with the B-Wing, was how do you move the evade? Because you'd have to take S-Foils, and then you don't have a she doesn't have a focus token, then she's not double modded. Hmm. You now have a solution to this problem. So I ask again, does A-Wing Hera activate Rebel Juke? Uh, I mean, it's closer. Yes. It's, it's... I do want to point out, though, that the other big thing is that what we were arguing about last time, as far as we are now aware, Hera passes her token whenever she Anytime. wants. Anytime. Um, I have had this. I have, I have seen this discussed from Hexile Gaming. Shout out to Scott, who just made Twitch partner. Um, I have seen it discussed in the Team Jawas Discord, in the Recon Specialist Discord. Shout out Patrick and uh, Grump, uh, Grumpy Old Man. And then I've seen it all the way over to uh, the Fearless Gundarks. 
And the majority of places I have seen, her ability is resolved essentially whenever she wants. Yep. Until yep. and until they word it otherwise. That opens up an interesting dialogue, though, right? Because you said it's you know everyone has kind of agreed to it, so that's not, uh, not everyone. Play it not as, everyone. Or? The majority mm, of yeah. the majority of the commentary I've seen has been agreeing that it's whenever, and it's also broken. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think it's good. Is it really broken? There are there are people who think that this is going to break X Wing. Well, so how? What's their example? I, I, I don't I, have one. Not that I absolutely have to have one, because we'll talk about a card later that I think somebody is going to use yep. to break X-Wing. But I don't think this is one. I think that transferring a token... And, and also my, my follow-up argument to that is you're transferring a token in a faction already famous for transferring, for transferring tokens. Token. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And my, my argument, my counter has always been, really, what's the effective difference between Hera's ability... And a Segi in the K-Wing. Yeah. And everyone seemed to go, but that one you have to wait to see the result. Okay, fine. Hera's ability is better. It's better. It's not broken. I mean, it's still an RZ-1 A-Wing. It's, it's, it's still four health. Like Four health, uh, yeah. And, it, and she doesn't double reposition because she can't mod. She has no mod slot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's broken. I think it's good, and I think it's going to be incredible. Even if it doesn't work out to be competitive, I think that people are going to have a ball flying Hera. I, I would rather fail at being competitive with Hera, as written, than have her ability be changed and have it some and have her price lowered as to be more competitive. Yeah, she's just more fun right now. She'd as be a resistance to vanilla. As a resistance yeah. player, I I'm you, looking you, at her. You, I want to play her. Well, yeah, but you have enough I-5s already, so you go away. I, I know. Um, <laughs> now, the next one is uh, a rumor that we had heard several weeks ago. Um, I dis Personally, I dismissed it. I thought I was – I didn't think they were going to do this. Um, they have released a config for the RZ-1 A-Wing called the Vectored Cannons RZ-1. You gain a turret indicator. Treat the arc of your, pri of your front 90-degree primary attacks as a turret and replace vectored thrusters with the following, vectored cannons. During the system phase, you may perform a red boost or a red rotate. You can rotate your turret arc only to your front or back. Uh, there is no limit. It, all it does, it, it's, it's A-Wings only because they're the only ones with vector thrusters. Yep. Um, I think it's good. I think there are ships that, it, I think, like, for example, I think Jake Farrell is going to love this for the ability to boost, pass off a token to somebody who either has moved or hasn't moved, but it's easier just to give him the option then blue maneuver for himself, and then roll into a focus of his own. Yep. There were so uh, many matches that I've watched online where Jake has, like, not been in the fight because he had to pass the token, but in order to do yep. that, he had to put himself out of position, and with being yes. able to put turn into the rear, that's uh, it's phenomenal. I, I, there's I, really anything... I, I think the interesting thing about this card is that they have managed to make it very similar to the RZ2, but... Also, the the ship is going to fly in a in a distinct way because this the the preposition is system phase. Yep. And RZ twos end up stressed. Um, this ship won't end up stressed. Uh, it does have to make its choice ahead of time, but on the other hand, it also gets to maneuver in a position that blocks a ship. 
and also just to go back to Jake, he's now giving people, he, he's now uh, setting off a lot of X-Wings who, uh, while their foils are still closed. Yeah. Which is, it, it's, it's a, it was always something that you tried to do, but yeah. it was much harder to do because it was at the end of your maneuver, generally after you've moved away from the X-Wing in question. Yeah, a lot of X-Wings uh, with focus and, and target lock trivially now. Yep. So with the system phase activation, are they trying to pull everyone who just jumped onto the Eta 2s to, to now try the RZ2 for, for the Rebels? I mean, the RZ1A, we'll call it. the uh... Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think this is just a, I think that they think probably you're, they, they want to sell A-Wings. And there's a lot of people, you know, who have only played 2.0 who really haven't had a reason to buy one unless it's Jake. Because, I mean, let's be right. real. Green squadrons have never been competitive, ever, in their entire existence. Phoenix squads have only ever been playable because, hey, let me put Intimidation on it. And, you know, it's really only the hardcore dudes like me who run Arbol. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's an interesting question here. Uh, notice that this card is keyword standardized. That means any A-Wings in your squad that have vector cannons mean all the A-Wings in your squad have to have vector cannons. So Is that what that word means? That's what that means. So give oh, us that. I missed that. How, how many of these cards are they going to give us? I suspect two. Probably if two. If it's two, they are going to have a riot. If it's three, it's a close thing. I... I'm betting they'll give us four. Wow. Okay. I mean, there's um, wings in the in the pack, right? If they don't give extra ones for this, card, yeah. All I, right. I think it'll be four. Let's uh, let's talk about the paint job on these real quick before we move on to Imperials, who definitely have their own uh, discussion worthy of song. Um, how do we feel about the olive drab, kind of the uh, the throwback dark dark green? I'm really sad that they're not, but like one of them isn't Hera. Like yes. I think that's really cool. But I mean, you know, we saw we saw FFG do specific run ships right with Plo. So I'm, you know, I'm not saying we're not going to get one down the line at some point. But I was really sad that you know seeing Hera's ship with the with the white and the red, it looks more rebel than the olive does but i know the olive of course you know it's in it's from rebels the tv show right like i don't know yeah. I'm, I'm not i was i was a fan of yeah, the olive until i, I mean, saw harris canonical harris harris would have been cool and yeah I, I think it's a shame to to have two a-wings and both of them have the same repaint yeah because the a-wing just by its you know by its call it character as a ship lends itself to more of individual individual ace play and it would be nice to see some of that reflected in the actual appearance of the ship um how do we feel about the inverse uh imperial japanese navy paint job on the b-wing with the with the white meatball instead of the red one uh i i just think it looks like primer to me yeah yeah okay i, think it looks I agree like probably up on cinder blocks in an arkansas backyard Wow, taking a shot at muscle cars everywhere with that one. I'm taking a shot at muscle cars up on cinder blocks in an Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, Jeff, is that you can just you can already see somebody putting the black number three on the inside of the white ball. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Shout out to all my NASCAR fans out there. All right, 
Um, we're not going to talk about the Blade Wing prototype because we don't talk about Epic here. Um, yeah. But there is also a a uh, not even a unique. To- uh, is it unique? I guess it is. What's that? Because it's got a dot, so I guess it's limited. The blade, the, the yeah, blade the, wing prototype. Yeah, the blade wing's limited. One, one of them only, and since okay, it can so you can't have like a whole squadron of B wing prototypes flying around in Epic. For those who care, there you go. Um, Sky Strike Academy. This uh, do the blade wing prototype for those who care about Epic can do five damage at range four. So enjoy that. Yes. Um. Not. I mean, that's essentially what it did on the show. I would so, say I would argue it did twelve damage at range four on the show. Right, that's fair. Yeah, yeah it was it, um, it, to be honest, it was kind of like a Godzilla heat ray. Like it literally blew like Gideon. I mean, yeah, it's no, Gideon's, it was an Architans. It was yeah, an Architans. the Ar- the Architans class. It blew like an Architans in half the first time yeah. it was used. It was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay, but I mean, it was cool, right? Yep. Like, yep. And that's all we're going to say about the Blade prototype because I don't care about it. And, and yeah. Um, next up, Sky Strike Academy Squad Pack. We now have rules for Mr. Volt Scaris, the man with the mustache. Um, he's got an interesting, shall we say, an interesting pilot ability. Um, initiative 5, action, gain one strain token to recover a charge. Before you engage, you may spend one charge to perform an action. And this is not a regenerating charge. This is a degenerating charge. I was going to ask you guys about that. Yeah, so meaning that essentially this, this is an opportunity to delay your action. Um, yes. If you, yeah, you're you're taking your action during your turn, either to take the mod that you need or take the reposition that you need at the time, or you take the action to regenerate your um, your chart, your personal charge, and then in the engagement phase, you spend it. You do the same thing, probably for a reposition. So you um, don't you don't lose this charge every turn. Right, like, like, say, it's just if you spend it, the only oh, way no, you, you can do. get it back. No, you do. At the end, you will lose this charge in the end phase if you do not spend it. Okay, but, is but there any charges other charges don't go negative? So it's yeah, it, it, you'll just you'll just stop at zero, and then on your action phase, you'll regenerate. You, you'll have the option to regenerate it. Got it. Okay, okay. This is the first of these I think we've seen. Yeah, I was going to ask you: is that is this the oh, first no, time we've ever seen that? Intercept booster. Intercept booster was the first one we saw do this. So, I, I mean, it's, but the concept is the same as like passive sensors, right? It's just a more, fl- it, it, well, no, because you're taking, remember, you're also taking a strain token at the end of your maneuver in a defender. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for it, to be completely honest. I don't, I, I think that that is a, that's a bad, there may be upgrades that, that make it palatable, but I think that is a bad pilot ability for, somebody who wants to not get shot. And uh, on that yeah. cue of Jeff saying something is shit, it's time for me to open this White Claw. Uh, what, is, what is White Claw? I have no idea. White Claw is hard seltzer. It's like Mike's Hard Lemonade, but newer. Uh, gotcha. Um, personally, I'm addicted to the raspberry variant. I have to admit that I like Zima, so... you know That I... you like Zima? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's an 80s thing for those who do not know. That was nineties, but Jesus. Was it nineties? How old do you think I am? Yeah, it's nineties. <laughs> I mean, I was twelve in in nineteen eighty, man. <laughs> I really? Well, I was twelve. 
Oh, my, I, Jeff, I apologize. Jeff, I apologize. Man to man, I apologize. Um, all right. So the other, and this does keep, uh, obviously, as with all defenders, Volskaris does keep the full throttle title. Um, Unless he grabs a card that comes later. I, 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 we'll get there. Now, here's the question. With Volskaris, does he require a coordinate caddy? Dude, oh, as a defender, I hope not. These things are expensive. Do Imperials really want to become rebels? Well, do you? I mean, I guess that's the question: is Are you going to just fly an I five? If if your intention is only to fly an I five defender, are you really going to take with? Are you really going to take Volt over Rexler? No, I'm no, not. absolutely not. Yeah. So the only way really you would get around this is to coordinate the uh, coordinate his personal action. Um. And, and then, then blue you maneuver get to get rid of the strength token, token. blue maneuver. I, I guess. I mean, I, I, that's just too many moving parts. The whole thing about defenders is that they're so self-sufficient. They're like, yeah, oh, the, you know, I'm, I don't like it. Because what this fucks up, the 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 only benefit of this is the reposition in before your engage before the engagement. Um, but it's also not even before. It's not even like console fire, which is before the engagement step happens. It's before you engage, meaning mm-hmm. that if you're an out initiative as an I five, you get shot and you can't get out of the way. So well, you've taken the strain console token. Fire, console fire is exactly the same. Is it? That's console fire is before you engage. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, ignore me on console fire. But you're, um, but I get your point. It's not before the engagement phase. It's before correct. you engage. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's, this is like, I don't know how to, you know, I re, I talk everything in terms of relativity. This is a shittier, this is a personal, but shittier version, honestly, of Aaron Kraken. Kind I of. mean, it's just a cheap I-5, right? We well, hope he's cheap. He's well, cheap. cheap. Yeah, sorry. It's a, rel, it's a relative word, but. You yeah, know, it's, I, it's I, cool. You can run double I-5 defenders now. That's, I, that's, that's my, that's, that's my line here. I just I don't I don't care for it. I don't think it's a good pilot ability. I'm not saying that it can't be good with upgrades that chosen well, but just as a standalone yeah. card, I would not fly Vault Scarus. Yep. Um Jeff tried to sneak this in before I could get around to stop him, but there is another card for Tide Defenders that was released with that will be released with the Sky with the Sky Strike pack. It is the Tide D Defender Elite title. Um also standardized, so we'll throw that out there, meaning if you bring tied defenders, you don't get to mix and match. You are nope. playing them one way or you are playing the other way. I think um, that's I think that's wonderful. Because I gotta be I, honest I with you. That that's kind of cool. Yeah, well it cool, but also as a game mechanic, right? Like, you yes. know, because the defenders, you know, someone who's new will only have maybe one or two defenders. Now uh, different different paint schemes, I should say. But granted, you know, someone likes to run all red, someone likes to run the generic grays or the double yellow, and you get like, oh, this one has full throttle, and this one doesn't have full, full throttle, and it's just like, yep, I think it's, it's easier for everybody on the table. I agree. Yep, yep. yep. yep I, you are 100% correct, Drew, and I will just back you up on that. Um, so the TIE Defender Elite title reads as following. During uh, decrease the difficulty of your turns of your turns or your hard turns, so that's the three hard, two hard, and one hard. As the defender does have all three, yeah. your blue three hard because your three hard becomes blue, your two hard becomes white, and your one no. hard becomes white. Is that right? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. The three Defenders are white, white red, yeah. red on the one hard yeah. on the turn on the hard turns. On the on the hard turns, yeah. Um, so increase blue, the difficulty white, white, of your. Uh, yes, decrease the difficulty of your K turn. I'm not using the full name. It's called an Immelman, and they can't make me not say it. Um, <laughs> maneuvers, uh, meaning that you are now obviously uh, defenders. Four K is now red because the other the other one was red already. Um, and then replace the full throttle ability, which is that's the part of this that I think really is trippy: is losing full throttle for the following. Advanced fire control. After you perform a cannon or missile attack, if you have a lock on the defender, you may perform a bonus primary attack against the defender. Uh, I'm going to let Jeff start because he's already shaking his head, and that makes my life easier. I just, again, if you're a defender, uh, I love double taps. Don't get me wrong. Double taps Mm -hmm. are freaking great. But if you're a defender, that evade is life. I mean, it is just life. And... You sure you've got three evade and you're tanky, you've got seven hit points. Yeah. But if you don't have that evade, defenders are designed with the assumption that they can take eleven hits without dying. When when <laughs> you when you factor in their evades. Yep. And, and it's just like, no, I can't I just can't see it. I agree with you, Jeff, because of how often I've played against the defend you you don't kill a defender on the turn at four Ks, you kill a defender on the turn it doesn't. And when a defender doesn't 4K essentially every other turn into a reposition or into a boost, or sorry, into a boost or into, you know, pick one, um, or advanced centers at the beginning to roll into a better position with which to 4K, you know, this is how you kill. That's exactly how you get them. Um, I was saying Ollie Pocknell did a stream yesterday where we were talking about some of this, and he agrees with me that the Ty D defender, the Ty D title is a trap. And essentially is requiring you to drop another fourteen plus points on something that already costs what seventy four. Wait, are, like, we're saying this is going to cost fourteen points. Well, no, but I, my, my argument is that this is going to cost probably two. Yeah, uh, do you, you have to pay for a bonus attack? I don't care what anybody says. Fuck you, you're wrong. You pay for bonus attacks and X Y. Um, but you have to run advanced sensors on this thing because without full, you know, if you can't. If you get blocked, you just die. You, you're just dead, and you, you're never going to be able to double tap your way out of it. Yeah, I don't. I just, I can't see this being a popular card. Gotta be honest God knows with I've you, been Jeff. Wrong before. Gotta be honest with you, Jeff. I'm surprised that we're having this conversation now. You know, we had this conversation what three or four? No, my God, it's been longer than that. It's five or six years ago when this when this card first came out. And it was the, the same Ty thing. D versus Vince, Ty the the Ty, the Ty D uh, dropped Vince uh, in the in the good olden days um, alongside the X7, which is now the Ty Defender's ability for those evade tokens. And um, a very few people took the Ty D, and everyone took the X7. So I think that that is an answer because to evade the... was already better back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but but the, but the, you but know evade was better in second edition. Um, What's up, Jeff? It was much better in first edition than it was. Yep. It is in second edition. But also, the so, Ty X7 was a penalty. It was was a discount in points. Oh, that's mm-hmm. also true. So, but but I do feel like that it, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. People are gonna take the regular defender over the new over the new title because it's just yeah. not. Yeah, it's. 
you you could make an argument. So there's two cases I think you could make an argument for the tie D. I'm just gonna say I'm. You could try it with Riad because her uh, her uh, K turn ability. We don't know how they're gonna rule it. But we think it overrides this. We think that Riot can take turn ability. Correct. It would make sense that this would, it, because it only says increase the di- uh, increase the difficulty. That should apply across the board because mm-hmm. she's just turning an already white maneuver into something. You know, she's turning a white maneuver into a K turn, which is now red. Yep. So that's that. Um, but you could run it on Riad because we don't. We only until we know which way that rule interaction is going to go. You could run it on Vessery because he will be able to keep generating those locks and get the double taps off essentially every turn. And you could argue running it on Rexler because his ability, because he's a lock focused ability as well. However, I'm glad all three of us agree this probably is not very good. Not to mention running it on both turns you yeah. so. I. I I yeah. think the way to say this is running two tie D's makes you so conventional. You are never going to win a straight up shootout against any other uh, um, list, you know, well, synchronized jousting list. And you, you're not in a ship that can, um, that re- that can double reposition. You're not in an ACE type ship. You're not in an interceptor. You're not in something that could take burners. And you know? in fact, you're in a very predictable ship. You're in a very predictable ship. Cause you're doing one of two things, three hard, Three bank, three straight. <laughs> you're 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 suffering from the Rick Olier problem, essentially. So, well, I got to be honest with you guys too. I I'm gonna I'm gonna err. I'm gonna you know put my foot down because if Riot is ruled the way that people really you know the people that really want it to be, and she's allowed to do the stuff that she can do, um, the, you'll never see another tight defender. You'll only see her. No, you would. Yeah, that's. That, I mean. Yeah, and I think that's. I think uh, that's, that's a testament to. It's not going to work like that because you want to be able to see well, more defenders. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that I don't think anybody wants to see more defenders. That'll be good, but <laughs> she is still losing that the evade. She still and, loses yeah, it to full throttle. Yep, this is true. Big thing, man. The and evade, and, uh, and she's I four. Yeah. Ryan's I four. Yeah. You know, like. You, there's a lot of there. There are a lot of mistakes that get made up by somebody chasing a you know any ship in the game just by virtue of sadly, you know having higher initiative, and if somebody you know if you get the better of somebody on a maneuver on a K turn that they didn't see coming because they're like oh well he's not going to do it he doesn't get full throttle he can just in you know in my perfect world I just go oh boy let me just close my foils and boost out of arc, <laughs> you know right, um so. I'm I'm agnostic on the tie D. I think it's if you're going to run two of them, maybe you think about it. But I think it's a really quick way to get your defenders killed in a joust. With the way the game is now, with the swarms yeah. that are out there, with the cannons like the M3A swarm, I don't think two oh, tie you, defenders. Oh my god! Yeah, even being able to shoot twice, I don't think two tie defenders is going to do well against that. Even with this elite title, like not to mention how fast are you going to burn that ordinance down if you're double tapping every turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although, right. I mean, it's going to be, uh, it can be a cannon too, so it's going to be like Fair. Uh, Ion Cannon probably would be your best. Yeah. Right, right. Um, the, the conversation a lot of what's happening is Tractor Beam, since you are going to follow it up with a primary attack. True. Also yeah. good, also uh, good. Let's see. All right, last but not least, um, 
tie interceptors are getting their own uh sorry let me let me correct this not just tie interceptors tie silencers apply like to this that. upgrade as well um the sensitive upgrade or sensitive controls for anything with the auto thrusters ability uh it is a config it also has the word standardized so again it looks like ffg is or ffg was actually learning from mistakes and saying if you're going to swap they're not letting you customize per ship or per pilot ability you're which is you're very intelligent you work with your squadron yep um sensitive controls during the system phase you may perform a red boost or red barrel roll action uh again it's still better than what a-wings get because fuck you rz1s i mean it's, um, it's, it's basically the the analog to what a-wings get yeah yeah it's it uh, like i said it's but it is still just better um in both cases you're doing something red presumably to do a blue maneuver afterward and you end up not stressed. And I find that interesting. They are stressed, mm-hmm. unintended, the, the ability to end up not stressed at the end of your activation. Yeah, it's, find that interesting. it is an interesting reversal of how, it's an interesting reverse in how these ships fly in terms of how they end up and your options for the following turn. I think probably just looking at the ships that these two abilities go on and that at the end of it, Jeff, I think they were expecting people who fly silencers, interceptors, and A-wings to fly a much more active game. Yeah, not 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 purely, but not active as in like, um, you're not you know not that you're only going to do one action into a reposition. They want you to take three actions every turn with this thing if you can. I mean, maybe I, I think that there might be something to the idea that they want. They want a more dynamic game in that. Okay, so let's say let's talk about the way that Suntier is now. The way that Suntier you'll is never now, put this on Suntier. You'll okay. never put this on Suntier. Phil. The way that Suntier is now, he ends up the turn stressed. All right, yes. which means that he's doing a two turn or two bank or a straight maneuver next time. Always. Yes. The way this is, Suntier, if he wanted to, could. Could could uh, Segnor's loop on his following turn, which current Suntier cannot do. That's true, right? And I, I think what they want is like what they're going for is just a more is just a more dynamic game. Like I'm not really sure what Suntier is going to do here. I'm not really sure what Kylo's going to do here because the also what this that he didn't have before. What also this does is actually gives non for. Um, the rest of the non-force community an active response to Ada's. True. Um, because Depend- you and I found uh, you and I found that that was a very serious problem when somebody gets to move essentially at every part of an initiative, uh, every part of an activation, and the other guy kind of only has one time to do his actions. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that this is a cure-all. You know, the Ada is still a monster, but you now do have a little bit of counterplay against that ability in limiting the number of choices they have in terms of where they can boost, where they can barrel roll, and then where they move after that. So in that way, I think it's it's a cool card as well. You know, what's interesting is we're, you and I are in the vast minority in terms of our thought that the ADA is much, much better than the tournament results show. Um, I, it's not because it's I think a lot tearing it up. It's not doing anything in the tournament results, you know. And, and I mean, that's because the, it's running; it's being held in place by exactly one thing. 
and it's called the fire spray. I mean that that is that is true, but you know Patrick Hansen beat the fire spray with the Delta Bs, but because he out jousted it, and for three Delta Bs with a jam can out joust the fire spray. Yeah, anything anything with a anything with a free jam action can beat a two ship list. Yep, like hands down. I, I genuinely I genuinely think that a player that can look at, at the board and see the matrix could kick some serious ass with the list that I performed fairly mediocrely with. Mediocrely with? I'm going to say uh, I'm not going to go Stannis on you. I don't know how to I don't know where to go with that word. Christmas Christmas is around the corner. Give me give me give me two Eddas and I'll, and we'll go at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, you want to talk about it. people who could see the matrix? This one. This one right here. And he doesn't want to admit it because he's too goddamn humble. Ooh. Wow. Drew. I think, I think he was pointing Drew. to me. He that, was a long, that was a long time ago. But I watching Jeff play it, I was like, oh, man, those Eddas, they're, they're gross, man. They're super good. But They are super good. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, that was the last card that we saw out of Sky Strike. We are still waiting on at least two more pilots. And probably more than that. I was I I suspect there's probably four new pilots that we haven't seen in each pack. Really? How many have, have we seen, seen the spread of cards? No. Oh. The only I... pilots we've seen out of the B Wing pack are both uh, out of the Rebel pack are both Harris. The only ones we've seen out of um Sky Strike uh, is Volt, if I remember correctly. I think we'll see eight pilots on every new pack. Eight. I like that. Okay. Eight. Yeah, that's going to give people like me who like to just tinker um, a lot of new things to think about and a lot of new territory to cover. Last but not least, uh, definitely not least, probably the best faction in both categories of the game right now. Uh, Scum and Villainy, the Fugitives and Collaborators pack. Um, we're going to start with Cutthroat, and I'm just going to throw this one to Jeff again and get the hell out the way. I think that somebody is going to figure out how to break the game with this card. Uh, yep. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. So, uh, right. it is scum only. After another friendly ship at range 0 to 3 is destroyed. If that ship is limited or has the cutthroat upgrade, you may remove one of your orange or red tokens. Or, and this is the part I think is going to break the game, recover one non-recurring charge on your ship card or one of your up equipped upgrade cards. So, I'm not saying that I know what it's going to be, but I'm saying that there are list builders infinitely yep. better than me that are going to find a way to break it. And by the way, all those list builders primarily play scum. <laughs> well, there's the worst part about it, too, is that any card that is universal amongst all the factions with a single charge that is non-reoccurring now has to be played with this card. To yep. see if it's to see if it's good or not, like if it's if it's yep. too good. Just run down a really quick list of what we think. So the first one that occurred to me was stealth because I'm flying stealth ships. False. And I wrote that I, I I wrote that two that two ship IG list. It does not look like fun when you're shooting into uh, IGBs with double calculate and four green tokens. And you kill one of them, and the other one gets a stealth and stealth device back. Yep. Um. Yeah, I uh, I, lots I'm gonna of go contraband cybernetics. Um, tell Travera a very weird possible interaction, I think. Yep, yep, yep. That was what I was gonna mention. The the worlds, one of the one of the one of the ships that has won worlds. 
But I mean, also this works on, you know, you put this on somebody who has that one droid, um, the, the reroll droid for the the only reroll droid for scum. Which one is it? Um, Oh, R4P5 or something like that. that The P shooter. Uh, Hang on. Let's, let me find out. I'll, I'll go find it. Android. It's a Dengar's, Dengar's R4, or Dengar's droid, I think. The pain bot. The pain bot. Yeah. Da-da, astromech. Yep, R5P8. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's the one. Um, he only comes with he comes with what three charges and oh look, all of my friends are dying. Guess what I need in order to turn this game around? Please feed me more rerolls. Right. You know, it's uh, uh something. Somebody's gonna find something to break it. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Jeff, it also applies to torpedoes. So instant recharge on APTs when you lose one when you lose a goon on the joust. Mm-hmm. Um, free reload on thread tracers later in the game. Um, there's there's a lot of places where this card could be could be very seriously problematic. Now there is a nice thing about it. The limited factor is that it only works if the ship that dies is limited, or if the ship that dies has cutthroat. Meaning that you are unlikely to be able to swarm this card, right? I think well, that's their hope. Four ish, huh? Most you could do is probably four ships or so. I, yeah, and and you know that is not uh, that's that's arguably not where scum is best. Like you, it is realistic based on results to say that scum lists are at their best either in the sixth ship category, which is the Seeks and Sunny um, category. Or the two and th- or the two ship cat, you know, um, Boba and whatever, or three ship, which is you know Saul, uh, Saul Zam, and um, who's the one last one I'm thinking of? Torkel. Someone help, uh, Saul Sixa. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, just this is it's it has, like you said, Jeff, it has the potential to be. I think it has the potential to be very fucking annoying, broken. I'll. I'll be the it's it's like that line from Midway, the wait and seers will bust your ass every time. I unfortunately will 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 fill the role of the wait and seer. Um yeah. but I think it could have a, I, I, I agree with you it could be problematic. By the way, I know you like that midway reference. I did. Um next up, probably Love. probably a, an amazing card, uh but that is going to be this is gonna be the one of the most hilarious one point upgrades in X Wing. The tier, I I do too. This is a Cavill card. This is a Horton Psalm card. This is a any any uh, any Y Wing that ever just decided to feel his oats that day and decided YOLO. Um, tier Fawn Belly Run. It is an elite talent. It is only for Y Wings. You could perform special attacks even while at range zero of asteroids. Um, while you defend, if you are at range zero of an obstacle, attack dice cannot be re rolled. Yep. I Which love is this awesome. is this is a make Anakin in a Y wing playable card. This is a I mean like if you if you honestly think about it, this is a huge defensive buff for Y wings yes. because of how many things in the game you know like like hey Vader nice FCS too bad you don't get to use it this turn. It's like oh did I have two shields? You did two. Oh that's perfect. Now hold this proton torpedo. Yeah, <laughs> hold this advanced um, proton torpedo that I can. Well, that I, I can, can shoot off yeah. that I can shoot off of a rock and you forgot because you thought that once you're on an asteroid you can't perform attacks anymore. 
oops, somebody should have read should have read my rules twice. Oh, um, I, I was gonna I was gonna mention cutthroat, and then they and then they get it back, right? Like, <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but it's uh, but they can't because it's a it's a talent, a talent and a talent. Yeah. Um, I honestly love that card. I love what it does, and I love who it buffs. I, I just think um, it, I think it's a great idea for a card. I think yep. that it is. Um, I, I like you said it's the defensive buff because you know you know sure you might roll three natural hits, but on the other hand, you might have your target lock and fire control system, and you roll zero hits. Hey, wife's a bitch. Yep. I did yep. have I did have to fly over. I did have to risk my life flying over this asteroid. So yep. Um, I, I also Wait, so think let me skill card because you don't have to be obstructed. You just have to be on the card. At range zero. At range zero, you know. Um, so I, I, that's a great card. I love the art of this. Um, where yeah. it look, you, you kind of imagine that, like, they're literally flying, like, fi- it's, this is literally the let's take it down to the deck of Star yeah. Wars, where yeah. they're flying five feet off the rock to try to screw with somebody's sensors. That's exactly what this card is trying to represent, and I love it. It's that, um, that, that, that scene in Empire, right? Uh, here, we're going to get closer to one of the big ones. Close? Yes. And everyone is like, closer? <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is... Th- you know what this is? This is what Magva Yar... Uh, not, uh, yeah, this is what Magva was supposed to be in the UA. Which is, you know, you can't reroll more than X number of dice. And of course, she's terrible. And all the U-Wings above K2SO essentially are unplayable. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think if this is any more than two points, it's too expensive. And I think if it's one point, you're going to see it on every named Y-Wing that has a talent slot. Just because it'll make life so much easier for guys like Cavill, Broadside, Drea, if she ever comes back into the game. Um, like I said, Horton. I I would honestly, you could gunship Horton Som with this card. Because he can go onto a rock and, and, and keep shooting that turret off with rerolls because you're so close. I think this is, I think you can Anakin this card. Anakin with APT, and this card mm-hmm. is instinctive uh, aim. If you've got a, if you've got a, um, if you've got a skillful Anakin player, and you can just clip that rock, you know, you're going to surprise some people. Does uh, let's see, um, uh, and as as we have learned to do more often than not on this show, I'm going to go over to Yasby real quick. I want to see if the I do want to point and out Republic. If the Republic at- Y-wing has does not okay, it doesn't have a sensor slot. So this is only asteroids. This isn't uh, all obstacles or anything like that. Correct. So I only- really like that about this card too. It really helps you because, like, the, you know, you see so many competitive lists and people are just like, "Yeah, there's no reason not to run gas clouds, right?" Or like, "Oh, I'm running droids, so I run ops." You know, I run the other two, right? And you just pick the biggest ones. Debris. This one, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, uh, oh, sorry, the and the uh, y, one of the new Y Wing pilots, which will be in the pack, uh, Padrick is that the name we're going? Padrick, Padrick, I don't know. I'm calling him Padrick because uh, respect to one of my favorite characters from Game of Thrones. Um, limited uh, initiative three after a friendly device that you have. I'm sorry, what? After a friendly device that you have locked detonates, each enemy ship at range zero to one of that device gains a strain token. Very um, strange. That's a strange ability. I'm just gonna say it. That's not very good. It was uh, the it was the one card that I saw that I was like, oh, that's cool. So they're getting they're getting all the all the crap scum stuff out of the way, right? <laughs> like, 
I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I guess it's a way for a seismic that you missed to still have an effect. I, I suppose so. So they can't just um, rock. They have to dodge the actual bomb token. Yep. Also, because it's not a roll for a strain. You just eat it. So you're going to be, you, you can check range zero to one from a prox mine or a counter net. Oh, that's uh, actually. <laughs> that's wow. big. Okay. Yeah. Um, cluster uh, cluster mine. Cluster mines. All of a sudden you've got like, you know, probably a good 10th of the board is now a giant range one strain token zone. Um, so I see it being, I don't see it coming into effect more than once a game. If that. Uh, I was going to yeah. ask you, if you drop both thermals, does it go off on both of them? No, because you have to have it locked. You have to have the device you, you locked. Would, uh, you would have oh, to arc. Oh, I see. That you so, have locked detonates. Right, well, so you well, could no, R3. You, you could, could R3. R3 yeah. And lock two bombs <laughs> and give somebody two strain tokens. Yep, that's yep, that's yep. doable. <laughs> wow, that's... Um, well, no, I, and that's what I'm asking. I thought there was something in the in the rules about, like, one ability can only trigger once per thing but i guess no this is after a friendly device that you have locked detonates right like oh and then well, wait you, wait wait, wait. bombs detonate this you would you would detonate a bomb check to resolve its range if it hits the th if if the range includes a guy he takes the strain token you remove that bomb and then you move to the next bomb this gets so, better yeah, i think you can stack strains with this this gets better though wasn't there some ability in the game too that allowed you to pass locks and 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 with, without R three, but ha but maintain both, or can you only choose one? No, that's only red line. It's that's only red, red line. line. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's it's it's a it's a yeah. weird ability, but with all this cutthroat and stuff, like it's our, gimmicky as all you're, hell. You're gonna it's see more. Gimmicky of is all you're hell. gonna see more of Tarani, probably. I'm I'm assuming. I don't know. I just I, I, or I, just I, uh, no, don't just yeah. So I just want to briefly go back to the Tierfon belly run, which I, want to... I will talk about Y wings all day, every day. Oh, so here's my weird thought: R two D two can carry a crew, right? Keep talking. Oh no, but she's not. She's scum. I was just, I was trying to get Kira on board R two D two. Well, okay. Well, hang on. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think any, I don't think any scum Y-Wing has a crew slot. No, I don't think so. Either. Uh, I think not, what is it, what, what's the line? Not yet. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> oh, well. Although, so, to be fair. Pretty mediocre. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's scum, which means that it's a gimmick faction. That's what they're for. Yeah, you know? but there's gimmicks, and then there's gimmicks gimmick gimmick <laughs> then the, there's gimmicks and then there's padrick and padrick is a serious fucking gimmick yeah like Go um, so goji is another one that's a serious just like yep. oh my god please is this really yeah. happen um yep. yeah uh last up we're gonna take another look at the best hawk in the game there is no question about that i don't care what anyone says kane and jaris in the hawk is as we know it the best uh, the best Hawk 290 of any faction. Um, initiative 3, while you or a ship in your turret arc defend, you may spend one force. If you do, the attacker rolls one fewer defense die. I'm going to make this very simple for everyone listening. You're going to put Maul on this, and you're not going to put anything else on it, and you're going to fly it around the back line, and you are going to shit 
on guys running two ship lists because they are not going to do a single point of damage. Period. End of story. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really that easy. It, it is like, I like it just because it is a hawk that's designed to be flown cheap. I like that. Mm -hmm. This is going to be 40 points. I promise you it's going to be 39 or 40 because you cannot have the the scalability of what this thing is going to be capable of doing has to be adjudicated. It has to be added into its point cost. You're going to beat it with overwhelming the number of force that it has. You're going to put hate on it because it's, a, I mean, I, I think you could put hate on this thing. Is he dark side? No, but Maul is. So you have to carry Maul. Well, you want Maul because you want that second force for two, uh, for two ace lists. Yeah. Ooh. It's expensive for yeah. um, not doing a whole lot of damage, but at the same at time, Drew, you're reducing somebody's offensive yes. output by 33 and 75 percent. Yeah, no, I, I, I thank you for taking the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I, it's this is so good. I, 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 I'm repeating it. This, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering because this card is actually like this ruins two ship lists. This isn't like a. This isn't a soft counter. This is a almost a list win. If you catch if this is almost a list win against some lists, like you've turned Django into an M into a Seek. Uh, you turn Vader without a target lock into the one point hawk. <laughs> uh, AT ATC Vader is hilariously <laughs> ineffective against this thing. Uh, uh, I mean, this is this is another. Uh, there's a good there's good things about this ship in that I dislike ace lists and this will hurt them badly. There's a bad thing about this, which is it's going to encourage more swarms. So just, gotta, just in counter list building. It's gonna encounter more swarms. He's gotta be expensive though, right? You I mean you, we say he's yeah, I agree. cheap. He's be 40 but like, hmm. Wow. Yeah, he has to I, be forty points. I think that the way that you beat this with the two ship list is you just get the, your two ships on either side of him. He can't. Yes. He, you know, he, it's like that's that's the only way that you're going to really beat him. But here's the thing: like, even if you should, remember, his ability affects himself whether or not whether you're whether in the turret arc. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's true. Yeah. So uh, you can like, I'm I'm worried. The only thing that I can think of. The, let me let me back that up. The best thing that I'm thinking of right now on how to deal with this is Wedge with a Plasma Tor. Because Je Wedge is going to knock down the Hawk's defense dice to two or to one. And that even if you subtract one of my dice, if I hit you with both and you roll a blank, I, I still go straight to the hole. I, that's all I have right now. Or some kind of Intimidate land on him so that, you know, you're reducing his defensive efficiency because you have to kill Kanan. Or Eta, Eta two auto thruster ships. I mean, yeah, he still not. You know, it. Yeah, he he does turn your. If you don't have him in arc, he turns your uh, your three die into two. Yeah, but you don't care because all you're all you're fishing for are crits. Right. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's it's still just less. It's still reducing your overall efficiency, which that's exactly what he's designed to do. And the longer he, the longer you focus on him, the longer everyone else has to kill you. So, is there right, anything right. other than Maul that can help with this? I don't know. Um, Do you think it's really. unplayable if they make it not have the crew slot? 
They'll never put a Hawk on the board without a crew slot. That's its entire point for existing. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at 37. So, okay. Um, I think he'll be 37 ish. Mm. All right, then we'll put Mux up there just so we have a very close. And uh, Maul would bump him up to 40. So if he bump up to 47, um, I you could run him with transponder codes. Nasty. Oh, that just, would totally just... that totally kills Vader, right? Like, yeah, that's nasty. I mean, it can <laughs> cutthroat, cutthroat, and some Jesus. Oh, and uh, what is it? The the diamond boron bomb thing, the the one bomb diamond that you can't get missiles. back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Are you talking? Oh, you're talking about the electro proton bomb? Something, something. Yeah, there's a bomb that you can only run one of, right? Yeah, well, the, now with... it's the. Uh... It's the Electro Proton. It's the EPIRB. Yep, yep, yep. That's with hilarious. A range, with a with a range of two. The, <laughs> the, the, the EPB, the, the get out of Dodge. The, the I want you out of my middle board and you will leave. <laughs> get get off my lawn. Is get that, all, the... Hippity hoppity, get off of my board space. Uh, wow, double, e, double EPBs actually does sound kind of serious. I That's, mean, it is 14 points, isn't it? It's 10 now. It's oh, 10 it's now. 10? Okay. I haven't looked at it in forever. Oof. Let's, let's, uh, you know what? I'm going to explore this now that she said it. I'm going to go see what this bomb actually does. So our Kanan, so Kanan, our takeaways, Kanan and Hera are the best, uh, are the best cards that we've seen out of this, both Hera and yeah, the B-Wing and only because we haven't seen Sienna Re, who, by the way, is another I six interceptor. Yeah, I was gonna well, say that's mm-hmm. my favorite card is the Turf on Belly Run, but okay, I'm not I, saying it's I don't the disagree. best card, but that's my favorite card. <laughs> I just okay. love that card. I love everything about it. So going back to uh, to the EPIRB, the Electro Proton. When this device detonates, each ship and remote at range zero to two rolls four attack dice. Each ship loses one shield for each blank. One ion for each focus and hit, and one disarm for each crit. Um, that is a Jeff and then you card, reload baby. it and you do it all over again. <laughs> give give love to the rollers of blanks. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. Yep. 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 Somebody's gonna do it. I mean, maybe Someone, someone's gonna do it. Just remember, it does have that fuse token, so it's like, yeah. You know, it's. Uh, just do it with with delayed fuses yourself and put two fuse tokens on each one and just just be like. I mean, yeah, just K turn it. Just just first turn. Just the first turn. You jump out range four. You K turn with a Y wing. You throw out the electro proton bomb. As soon as you see them commit to something, you throw out the electro the electro proton bomb, and then they that like once you see them just even aim towards two rocks on either side, you're like you're going into that gap, and I'm gonna drop this thing on your head. And then, like, that's what you do with this. Yeah. I hope somebody runs that. I want to see somebody re- uh, reload the, the Electro Proton Bomb. Because you know who's not getting away from this? If you do it right, you're never getting a Fire Spray at a range two of one of these. That is true. Fire Spray would have trouble if you wait till they're in the rocks. That's yep. true. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to mention, look, you're scum. You want your friends to die. So if you just land one critical turn block on somebody with like a throwaway Z95, 
oh no, I lost two shields on my headhunter, and I traded it for an ionized fire spray or a disarmed fire spray, or, you know, I got a shield or two off of the fire spray, and now I'm doing real damage on my second shot. Well, I mean, whoever is out there that is that is inspired to try this, uh, I salute you. Uh, Robert Kukuchka, I know you're listening. You will be the one to do this. I know you. <laughs> I don't know. Is Robert really that whimsical? <laughs> no, but he's that he's he's that smart, and he would be the one to figure out where and when to drop this bomb. He may not be that whimsical, but his bombs are. <laughs> his bombs are very whimsical. Uh, um, is there anything? Oh, oh, Jeff, before we end, you had a vassal story you wanted to share with the class. Yeah, so um, I'm in a vassal league for the first time ever, even though I've been playing vassal from the very beginning. Um, and uh, I am, I just passed, uh, I'm four and three now. So I'm flying the, the three ADA list that I've been flying. And I'm having a ball. They're just fun to fly. I'm too aggressive to be really good with them, but they're just really fun to fly. Um, today I, I played a really nice guy from Montreal. Um, his name's JF and, um, I think that's JF Gaudreau. Well, I wasn't going to call out his full name, but yes, that's no, it. but he's the, I think he's the oddball guy from the, uh, the fly better jank league. Okay. Well, anyway, so he's flying, I, I'm flying Shakti, Obi-Wan and Anakin all with stealth device, Auto blasters and marksmanship, a couple of all other upgrades. All that shit. All that shit. He's, and I'm at 194. He is flying Von Reg with Daredevil, Kylo with Extreme Maneuvers, and a Sinar Jameis Engineer with Advanced Optics. He's at 190 points. So he's got me outbid. So I'm like, okay, I'm mm -hmm. resigned to losing this game. So we set up and <laughs> And it goes pretty well. I actually get a better engagement position than I would have expected just because of a quirk of the way the arcs worked. I had him not obstructed. We, Anakin his, Anakin and the Sinar were facing off through a rock. Anakin was not obstructed to a Sinar, but because of the way the arcs are, his, his Sinar was obstructed to Anakin. So that was good. Then Anakin rolls three hits. All right. And he rolls blank, 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 blank. So that's his first defense roll of the game. <laughs> I know where this is going. His second defense roll of the game is uh, Shakti against Von Reg, who is sitting on a um, who's sitting on a gas cloud. Un unfortunately, he did not get a strain token from going through a gas cloud. That would have been sweet. So. Shakti rolls three hits. His second defense roll of the game is blank, 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 blank. So, <laughs> oh yeah, and I forgot to mention the Sanar Jameis, the crit that he took because of marksmanship was, um, he was ionized. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so that's not the best part. The best part is, how even does this we... possibly get better? No, the best part is even though we both flew pretty well, in my opinion, he had a chance to win at the end of the game because he took, he landed an unlikely shot on Obi-Wan with a single crit that was a direct hit because of yeah. course it was. So he got half points there. 
Then at the end of the game, he landed a crit on Shakti that was unlikely. Shakti with a with a evade and force rolls. Um, I can't remember exactly, but Shakti took a crit with mods. And if I'd pulled direct hit, that would have pulled him ahead in the game. So the the advantage of moving first, I had this argument with Rick to just add nauseum this weekend. The advantage of moving of moving last is so massive that he was yep. over, he was able to almost overcome just giving me eighty two points. Yep. You know, wow. if, if that had not happened, I would never have beaten the guy. It, yeah. you know, um, I, I just, it's like, there's just no better illustration of the advantage of moving last. It's just so, it's so ridiculous. Especially when every ship that he brought is a double repo. Is, is double repo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. It's just we don't you don't pay enough. People are like, yeah, but I'm paying so much for my initiative six double repositioner. You're not paying enough for your initiative nope. six double repositioner. Um and, and like I said, I argued it with Rick, and Rick's like, then it's skill though. It's skill if you give up fifteen points. You're decide I shouldn't make fun of Rick's voice. He doesn't talk like that. Rick has a very nice voice. But um, but it isn't skill. It isn't skilled to double reposition with perfect knowledge. I'm playing Ada's with a decent bid. I know that it's not skilled to double reposition with perfect knowledge. I mean, it's just not. Nope. Skill would be if you had to call your repositions out before you, when you set your dial. That would be skill. Yeah, I'd be, that would be interesting. Um, so that but I'm so glad that we could end our episode once again on criticizing force and big orange numbers. Yes. The, so, by the way, the odds of starting your game out with four green blanks, both of these shots, um, uh, four green blanks followed by four green blanks, the odds of that is one in 2,500. JF Godreau, you defied the odds, my man. All right. We'll go ahead and wrap it up right there. Jeff and Drew, sign off how you, how you prefer. Y'all have a good week. Have a good one. Drew says from his uh, incredibly riveting cell phone. uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you next week.